Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, our fearless beer review. We get into the vinyl stuff, uh, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to, obsessed with recently. That leads into the songs of the week, and then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and five stars only. Don't be that. Don't be that meanie who uh, gives us um, lower than that. So, Bocephus. Yeah, yeah, Bocephus. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening, and Jeff, let's uh, let's just jump right into the um, fearless beer review. Whoop. So what do you got? Whoop. Go. I have I have something from Hop and Barrel Brewing, which is Hop in Hudson, Wisconsin. I f- okay, I feel like I've had this before because friend of the pod Nick goes to Wisconsin every summer and works on a fish resort. Huge shout out to Daggett's Fish Resort in Wisconsin. And he just like guts fish on shit all summer and he eats a bunch of cool fresh fish and fishes and has like a great time. But he brought back a bunch of beer from Wisconsin last year and this is one of them. This is a uh, lemon breaker. It's a shandy. It's 3.7%. <laughs> oh, that's really low. Jeez. Um, you know, I, I think you did have a shandy, like a lemon shandy or a shandy beer before. Something from, maybe something just from Wisconsin, but I don't know. <clears throat> You brought back like a, like a variety of, of different beers from from Wisconsin. I think um, I think that's like a Wisconsin thing because line, that that brewery Leinenkugel, they're from Wisconsin and they have that that summer shandy. I think shandy is like a very regional thing. I mean, people in Wisconsin just like little BBs, little, which beers? little BBs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Yeah, damn, three point seven percent. Yeah, like what's the fucking even point? By the time I'm done drinking it, like the the, the <laughs> alcohol's already wore off, right? It's true. <laughs> so little uh, twelver you got? Yeah, it's a little can, right. twelve ounce can. Not um, we don't use the metric system. We use the, the what correct did you system. Say? I call the, it correct the correct system. system. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it's so rude. <laughs> well, call right. the season is all I can do. <laughs> all right, so I got something. You're gonna be jelly of this one. Uh, this comes from the brewery Brewery X here in Anaheim, California. Um, they always put out good beer, and they have partnered with the Anaheim Angels, or the oh. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And uh, this is called Halo IPA. It's uh, it's like an old school, you know, white label with the red. I mean, it's just it looks it just looks nice. It's clean looking. The label is uh, the little halo is kind of like hanging off the X a little bit, so it's cool. And um, it's seven point seven percent. ABV, and like I said, Brewery X. I mean, they they honestly put out solid beers, and so I'm stoked to try this. So did you, uh, did yeah, you buy just one? I just bought one. Yeah. Oh, because next time you come out, it'd be nice if you brought one of those out so I could try it. I could do that along I with could... the Lagunitas non-alcoholic beer. Oh, I threw that away. <laughs> oh! Oh wait, no, I didn't. I did not. I still have. I still have a couple left, so I'll bring that out as well. I want to try. I want to try the nastiness. You want to try the nasty? It, it is nasty. 
It is nasty. All right, uh, you ready to start drinking? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. Yep. What do you think of your shandy? It's it's pretty basic. It's just it's lemon. A shandy. It's just kind of like like a lemon cider with a little bit less uh, carbonation. That sounds terrible. Yeah, <laughs> does Fine. not sound good at all. It's not good. It's it's just like drinking like lemon juice with a little bit of a carbonation, I guess. The only good thing lemons are for, or the only good thing that lemons are in, are lemonade and like lemon cookies or lemon cake. That shit's fucking good. Put a little lemon, lemon juice in your, uh, in your margaritas. It's good. No. Well, no, not too much. Not too much. No, not a lot. Not, not a lot. But you put a little bit for sure. A little bit, just a little. Also, bit. what's really good is if you take a lemon, half it, and then take the solitos, roll it around in the lemon, Ugh. and then eat them. Mm. <laughs> or <laughs> if you want to skip, oh, that's so gross. Or if you wanted to skip the the, the solitos, you just take the lemon, salt the or t- lemon, half it, put a little salt on it, squeeze it, eat the salt. God, it, repeat. it's it's astonishing you don't you've never had a kidney stone. I drink I drink more water than I I probably should because I'm terrified of getting kidney stones and I eat a lot of sodium. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you ha- you have so many like chips and crackers and you know can chef boyardee all full of fucking sodium on top of eating essentially straight salt with the the salditos. Yeah, well, and like I mean, the, the, a staple for me is pizza and essentially like Mexican food. We make tacos constantly, and I have a, yeah. I eat a lot of hot sauce, and that's just all sodium. Mm-hmm. But I do. I do drink like a lot. I drink a lot, a lot of water. La. I get it. I get it. All right. So, what would you? Um. Uh, so my my uh, Halo IPA from Brewery X. This is um. It's really really well balanced. A really crisp finish for a uh, for an IPA. Um. It's it's definitely hoppy, but it's not syrupy at all. Like I said, it's clean clean tasting. This is good. This is a solid IPA. I, I really dig it. Um, what actually? What would you rate your your um, shandy? I don't. I give this like a one. There's like a nothing. One? Not even maybe. This is. There's nothing special about this. I'm Damn. sorry, boys over there. There's just. There's. There's not even like a style of beer that I that I normally even go for anywhere. Anyway. Anywhere. It's. I don't know. It's dumb. It's, it's dumb. This beer's dumb. It's dumb. All right. Well. Okay, so anybody who's new to the pod and they don't know if they don't know, uh, we base everything off of our world famous three point rating system, and that in this instance, that's uh, three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain port, and you give this a one. Yeah. So it's bad, but you should try it. Okay. And what's the problem um, with? I, I agree. I, 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 stupid, silly, silly boy talk. Drink a Kurs Light or a butt, a butt heavy. You're good. Good to go. Um, okay, my Halo IPA from Brewery X. I'm going to give this one, I'll give it a 2.5 out of 3. It's that good. It's that solid of a, of a IPA. Okay. Once again, they knocked it out of the park. Baseball reference. They knocked it out of the park with the Halo IPA. <laughs> Not, knocked it out of the park. Out of the park is the baseball reference? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it not a baseball reference? I mean, out of what park? You, it could be any park. No, I, you knock it out of the park. Knock what that's out of the baseball. park? That's a baseball. That's a baseball. You knock the baseball out of the park. <laughs> you knock the baseball out of the park. 
Why is that funny? No, it's true. Every You're time I get like a baseball this is all game, it's wow, good knock, man. That was a good knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I say when people knock one out of the park. <laughs> why do you Why do you act like you've never heard this before or this is so new to you? That's good. That's good. That's uh, good. That, that's annoying. Did you get the picture I sent you of the the of the beer? Yeah, it's really cool. I would like that. I, that's actually a really cool tattoo idea right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the X would, would yeah, signify, yeah. but... <laughs> I was just going to say that. What would the X signify? <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. Oh, do you know what would be cool if like, if, like, Asinine Radio did a um, a collaboration with the Anaheim Angels? Oh, that'd be so sick. And that'd the A would sick. have, like, the halo on it, like that? It would have the halo on it, and it would be in the red. It would be in that, that color red, too. That'd oh, be fucking sick. That's the dream right there, dude. Do you know Do you know what would suck, though? Is if it was the logo from 2003. That would, why would suck. That, why would that Why would that suck? Because that logo and those colors suck. Wool on there, dude. Wool. It's true, dude. Sky blue with the the angels' wings on it. <laughs> it's so cheesy. <laughs> I mean, that was like. I think they stopped doing that. Like two thousand. <laughs> I don't know. One maybe. Probably for the best. All right, Whatever. so let's this move on. Sucks. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's move on from let's the fearless go. beer review. Raul did not leave um, a review for mine actually, and uh, mine's not even on Beer Advocate yet. So. Did you? Did he leave anything for you? No. No. Okay. He's not All ventured right. over to Wisconsin as of yet. To the Wisconsins. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move on to the vinyl stuffs. Stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to, and that leads into the songs of the week. So what do you got this week, Jeff? Go. Uh, Mos Def, his, his, uh, his first album, Black on Both Sides. This came out in 99. Um, this was the year after him and, and Talib Kweli did uh, Black Star. So he was mm-hmm. already he was he was up and coming, but already still kind of seasoned. And uh, this this one dropped. And the song that I chose, Brooklyn. This is the first song that I heard from this album, and it always stuck with me because it's a really really cool song. But god damn, that beginning part or that when he does the the Chili Pepper thing, it's so dumb, and I hate it so much. <laughs> but the song itself is really it really bad. solid, and I love I love this album so much. I think it's fantastic. I like Mos Def. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. And Black Star, enough said there. But did you like did you like that little chili pepper thing that he did? It was fine. I I, oh, I think it was so fine. fucking cheesy. It was fine. I, I would I would buy this record on the vinyls. Oh, it's so good, dude. Because I did listen to this record. I did listen to it. I didn't listen to your copy of it, but I did listen to it while I still had your copy. Oh. And you like it? I would, no, I did like it. I'm not gonna yeah. keep it though. Would well, you, you want me to have kept it? it? Well, I know, but would you have wanted me to keep it? Yeah, yeah, I like I like when you keep uh, I don't know cool ass records that that maybe you not would have listened to had it not been for like this hobby. You know what I mean? That's fun. I, I don't mind. I suppose I, they'll get it eventually. I got it, but if you took <clears> it, then I would have got it a different time. Well, well I would deal. get it. I, I I would get this. I'd get it. It was no good. Big D. There's a there's another song on here called Rock and Roll. Um, in the ending or kind of not the ending, but like the bridge in that song, it turned into this really like aggressive like thrash song. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I don't remember but, that. But the whole rock and roll song is, I don't know, he, he trashes Elvis for being a racist. And I think like, I think at this point, it's pretty safe to say that Elvis was like not a racist and, and like kind of like the opposite. <laughs> but um, I don't know. This is, it's a good album. I like Mos Def. I like this album. Moving okay. on. Okay. It's good stuff. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, the Zombies, Odyssey and Oracle. Their album, 1968. I bought this at Grace. It is... 
an OG copy from 1968. Oh shit! Yeah, just OG. OG. Um, paid paid a little bit paid a little bit for it. A little pricey. Paid, I imagine I, paid, at least 50, 60 bucks. Oh, I paid seventy dollars for this. <laughs> seventy dollars. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but that's fine. I, I like I like uh, I like I like throwing out how much I spend on records because. For the most part, like I'm really cheap about everything else in life. But like if I see something that I want, I'm gonna fucking buy it. And it usually is record related. Are are you referencing that your organ sweater that you've had for like thirteen years? Yeah. And then yeah. the fact that, that my shoes holes. are falling apart and people buy me clothes because they're tired of looking at the my, even like my neighbors <laughs> give me clothes now because they're tired of seeing <laughs> the ratty clothes that I wear over to their houses. I can't believe when I was out there last seeing those I think they're the, the Nikes that you wore to yeah. Europe in 2008 and you told me, Oh, I've had these since I was 15. You're fucking 36 years old. Now. I know I wore them today. Actually, I went, I, I, I do my bike ride on Mondays. I wore them today. Uh, they're so thrashed. <laughs> I can't believe they've held up, man. Like Nike, I, I know some legit pair of shoes. I I'm surprised too. I think they're Nike Mavericks and I think they're like the Nike Mavericks 6.0 or something like that for, for, for those sneaker yeds out there. Maybe I'm not correct. I know they're Mavericks though. But anyway, uh, the Zombies, Odyssey, and Oracle, the song that I chose is my favorite uh, Zombies song. And that's, um, actually, I heard, I guess I heard about the Zombies <clears throat> through Life Aquatic, Steve Zissou, mm-hmm. right? And they played, um, the fuck is that song they played? Oh, um, yeah, I know. The Way I Feel Inside. Yeah, yeah, the the acapella one. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that's a really fucking cool song. Like, who sings that? And then I learned it was the Zombies, and then that brought me to This Will Be Our Year. Which is uh, my favorite zombie song, and even you like heard the song time of the season, right? Yeah, even you time of the season. But I never knew that that was like the zombies, and that never got me into the zombies because so many people have covered time of the season, including like mm. samples and hip hop, that I never really cared about it. And even listening to it this week, because time of the season is the last track, and I was like, yeah, like I don't really care about time of the season. It's a fucking banger of a song, dude. It is <laughs> it's so really good, goddamn good. <laughs> it don't is. you dare skip that one. It it's it never gets old either. It's one of those really timeless songs you never get bored of listening to. Yeah, this is a, a stellar album. Got to do it on the pod sooner than later. It's on our to do list. And um, yeah, they're from they're from Britland, so that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of fun, right? <laughs> did you listen to the Discord the voice things that? Oh, yeah, of course I did. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, you you know too when when he listened to me say that he was probably fuming, just probably cringing, so probably yelling. Everything. <laughs> what are you yelling at? Oh, nothing, nothing. Just this fucking dumbass American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So zombies, check it out. Buy a uh, buy an OG copy for way too much money. I will, I will. I still need to buy this, but I'm fine buying a new copy. Um, the next thing is Jocko Jocko <coughs> Pistorius. Mm-hmm. Came across one of this one of this guy's guys, and I don't know this is his. I guess this is his first album. He came out with another album before this. I guess it wasn't like an official thing. But this is 1976, and this is his like first debut album. And um, it's it's nothing like it's nothing great in the sense that these songs are well written and they're melodic and there's something that I'm gonna continue to listen to over and over and over. It's just unreal hearing this guy play bass. That is oh, that's why amazing bass player. That's why you buy his records. That's why you listen to it. He has Herbie Hancock on piano um, throughout all of these songs. There's a lot of people here, but overall, it is still jazz fusion. So you got to kind of 
you know, kind of be in that mood a little bit. But yeah. uh, God damn, dude, the guy is just like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what is so you, you put on the playlist, you put the song, come on, come over. Come on, come over. And, dude, that, that really is writing that fine line of being annoying jazz fusion. I know. The it whole, really, dude, really is writing that line. The whole album does that thing. It, it doesn't quite go that far to where it's annoying and I want to turn it off. But, I mean, some of the songs are like seven, eight minutes long, so it's a little bit better because he kind of has some room to explore. But honestly, it does, the whole album is just like this. So this will be a purge at some point, but for now, it is a fun listen. I'll go back to this just to hear some, like, crazy-ass dude fucking play the bass because it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was good, man. It it also reminded me of, I mean, it makes sense because he had Herbie Hancock on on this record, but it reminded me a little bit of Headhunter's because it did really ride that fine line of being bad jazz fusion. Yeah. Cause oh, it's so, man. dude, it's so, it, I don't know. Like, like headhunters is just, it's so perfect. It's so amazing. It yeah. But even Irby Hancock, two, three albums later, two, three albums before. Eh, just his, not yeah. His thing. records are really hit or miss. Just really, not really hit or fucking miss. thing. And but when was it like is good, interesting dude, or was an interesting dude. See, I don't know much about him. I, I mean, outside of some of his music, I, I don't, I don't know much about him. Never I guess really he was. I guess he was him. really cocky. He was a really cocky dude. He pretty much like got the job <sighs> with Weather Report by telling them, "Yes, I'm the best bass player that you've ever heard." And they're like, "What?" He said, "I'm telling you that that's 100 percent true." And they heard him play. And they're like, "Okay, yeah, you you are the best place, bass player we ever heard. Join us." And I guess he uh, he liked to fight people too, but like like not fight people. Like he just started fights and then got his ass kicked a lot. What? Yeah. Maybe that was like some weird kink that he had. Yeah, that, that's like, weird. I think he, he seemed died. like a short, like kind of small guy. Like he would pick fights with people, just I don't know, but like he wouldn't even do anything. I don't so know. Weird. Very weird. Huh. Okay. Uh, Run DMC, Raising Hell. This is their third album, nineteen eighty six. This is, uh, you know, this is Rick Rubin produced. This is as Walk This Way. It's tricky. Um, fucking absolute banger of an album. Perfect album. Great hip hop. And Run DMC is a band that you kind of, you kind of think like it's tricky. Walk This Way. The, those big songs, like that's who they are. And then you kind of forget about the other like nine or ten songs that are on these albums. And each one is just as good. Like they're just as fucking big of a banger. You know, uh, yeah, it's like their their hits have been so overplayed that it's never made me want to go listen to more of their music. Not that they're they're bad by any means; it's just tired of them. Even it's tricky. That's a good song, but it's so overplayed it, because they they've now like especially it's tricky and walk this way. Those two songs have been like transcended into more like mainstream. I don't know lore rather than hip-hop album or hip-hop songs they're just they're kind of like pop things you know they're, they're, you hear mm-hmm. them everywhere but the song that i chose ub illin this is another massive fucking hit that they had but it's a uh it's kind of a forgotten about one compared to the other two and i i don't know i think it's a fucking banger and this album is phenomenal i i believe you i'm i i don't think i've ever seen run dmc in the wild outside of a outside of singles Never no. seen a full length. So. I bought this one from from Vinyl Me Please. Or uh, it was like okay. a free record thing. Damn. I did it's like the song though. a lot though. You made me listen to UB Illin. That was You a good be one. Illin. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what you be doing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was good, though. I dug it. Yeah. And then uh, that's it. And then going into to my pick, Deltron 3030. This is this is the uh, the hip hop super group, I guess, with Del the Funky Homo Sapien and Dan the Automator producing and uh, Kid Koala DJ. And this is this was the year two, th- yeah, two thousand. Um, the song that I chose, Positive Contact. This is uh, that was also the first song that I heard Deltron do, much much later than two thousand. I don't think I even got into this until. I met friend of the pod Mark, Bra- or mm-hmm. Dreads Jujitsu Mark. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, you should check this out because you know, like the gorillas had already exploded and and all that kind of crossover with De La Soul was yeah. happening." He's like, "Oh, check out Deltron; they're fucking great, and they absolutely are." You know, I've I've always heard of them because like uh, Juan from the Mars Volta always talks about them. I think he's even played bass with them before, like on some tours or something like live bass with them. But I've never never dove into their music. But this is a rad song. This is a really good one. I'm totally down. I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting into. I'm just getting more and more into hip hop as the months go by, as the years go by. Like, like, did you think this song was good, or did this song kind of like, holy shit, this is really fucking good? I thought it was really good, but I did enjoy the most Def song more. Okay. Because I, I just, I think he has a more, most Def has a more powerful commanding voice. So I, I just I preferred that, but I really did like the Deltron. I really, really did. This this song actually samples uh Stakes is High by De La Soul. We just Oh uh, really? And we I just did De La Soul. We didn't do well we didn't do that album. Oh okay, we did okay. uh, we did do De La Soul. But yeah, man. It's good. I like this. Yeah, so here's a positive contact from Deltron thirty thirty. <laughs> at your doorstep. Positive contact from Deltron 3030. So good, dude. It is really good. I like that it's not your typical sampling. It's all these weird synthesizers, and they're it's 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 a wild song. It really the, it's really different. The whole album is is very very much like this. 
And I think he I just like has that. he has such a fun a fun flow to him. And he did the uh the voice in, in Clint Eastwood, right? By the gorillas, the Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Clint Eastwood song. He he did that. Um Del the Funky Hobo Sapien. I, I just I like I like I like his flow. I like how he he sounds happy. It's always upbeat, more positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would it. say I, I would agree with you. I on that. dig it. You get this. You got this from VMP as well, right? I got this one from Merch Bar. Oh, it was on sale did. for like twenty seven or something. When I bought it, but not the recent sale, right? No, this is no, the one no, that yeah. I bought with like the Fujis, and I bought it like I spent oh. like a wet leg. It felt like one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred seventy five dollars, and shit. Damn. That's when I was drinking. And I was like, oh, should I fucking buy all these? Should I buy yes. all these with all my free money? PayPal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got all caught right. with that free money. Had to, had to fucking transfer a thousand of it to our bank account. <laughs> oh, yeah, for the, yeah. Because Renee caught me. She's like, yeah, what is this money? So you better transfer <laughs> that. So I'm all, I'll transfer a thousand. That's it. Keep a couple hundred in there. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, is that all you got for the vinyls? I think that's all. All right. Uh, so I was on a blink kick this week. Uh, I only listened to one new album, which I'll get to at the end of my little thing. But uh, let's start with Blink. I listened to pretty much their entire discography this week. Uh, but these are the three that really stood out to me. And uh, we'll start with Cheshire, Cheshire Cat from 1994. Um, I, I mean... Th- this song, I mean, this album is amazing for really a debut record because Buddha is not a, it's not an album. For a debut record that they recorded so quickly, it's just these songs are are killer. And the tone, his guitar tone is not, it's not good, but it's fitting. It works well. And um, Carousel, Carousel, the greatest Blink song, the greatest Tom DeLonge <laughs> song ever. Right there, right? Of course. No, it's a great, it's a great song. There's nothing bad about the song. It's a perfect song. It's a beyond banger. It's not even a beyond banger. It's like a, it's like a god tier beyond banger. It is. And so you would say that it's your favorite Blink song, Carousel. Yes. No, I would not. I would not say that. Okay, Stinia over. It's here. Top three. Okay. All right. Is it still a Stinia? Is that still your number one or Man Overboard? Man Overboard for sure. I think. I think it's probably going to go Man Overboard, Carousel, and then I. Th- I think still like online songs is is probably. Oh yeah, you like that song. Edge in there. That bullshit song. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I fucking love that song it's so good <laughs> it's fucking amazing but uh, yeah I mean Cheshi some of the um, some of the forgotten ones too you know Wasting Time I, I I think that's one of Mark's best songs right there I, I love the vocals on that I love his melody the melody the riff is really weird and but simple at the same time I, that's a great song Does My Breath Smell is another absolute forgotten banger there's some good shit down here. And, you know, I know you don't agree, but Strings. Strings! <laughs> I love Strings. It's a really good song. God, I've come to That's hate that song one. so much. It's sad. I don't know why. It's, it's so you much fun to sing. know why I hate that song. It's, it's so much fun to sing. Cucks in the 155 podcast. Uh, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Do you, do you hear what they're doing now? Oh, God. What? <laughs> so on their Patreon, they resurrected Blink-155 when the edging song came out in... Was that November or something? So they resurrected it, but they made it Patreon only. But they still do it once a week, and it's only been about that song because Blink obviously haven't released any new music since then. So they've like run out of things to talk about about the song and various things related to the song. So now they're breaking down the lyrics word by word. 
like that's how like out of control and stupid it's gotten but funny at the same time they'll like like read up on the history of the word the and spend like 10 minutes on just that word it's just it's just gotten so stupid so annoying like do you still listen (laughs) no i'm not subscribed to the patreon but i'll i'll listen to the main pod if they do a, a song that i i like i'll give it a listen I like edging. Like, it's a good song. I did too. They did the offspring. They did. They did offspring month like in December. I think it was. Still, still not interested. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Cheshi, um, really, really, I, I just really have a new appreciation. Not a new appreciation for Scott Rayner, but I just, I'm really into Scott Rayner right now. His drumming is really fucking good, and that leads into Dude Ranch. Mm. You know. His drumming on this record is it's so great. It's it just constantly sounds like he's about to fall apart. The whole band is about to fall apart. It sounds like because it's so fast at moments and chaotic, but not like Travis Barker chaotic. It, I love Dude Ranch, and it has it has all the great melodies from Enema of the State, just more punkified, and I and I love that. I mean, Untitled that song, I think that's one. That's that's also that's a top ten Tom song right there. Untitled is. Love that one, pathetic. Of course, the back okay. and forth vocals. Okay, okay, it's good. I don't know what I don't know what I love. Deed Ranch. Deed Ranch is always ranked one, two, or three. And this past time we did, it, I ranked MTATS as my number one. But Dude Ranch was was number two. Dumb. Well, that's not dumb. It's actually fact. Um, but Dude Ranch was number two. Dude Ranch is, is I rank Dude Ranch higher than Self Entitled. I've, I've I love Dude Ranch so much. Every song, front to back. You like apple shampoo. Lemons? Apple shampoo, lemons. It's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Those are like, those are like the lower tier songs. They really but, are. Um, the lower but don't forget, this thing's like 45 minutes long. There's a fuck ton of songs in this album. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Singles are good. Everything about this record's fucking solid. So, yeah, Dude Ranch. Um, also, huge shout out to Neighborhoods because why not? Why not? Right? <laughs> it's a great fucking record. Their sixth album from 2011. I this one is so special. This record is so special, right? You just love it now, don't you? <laughs> it's a good record. I do like it. I do enjoy it. Yes. I don't know if I call it like special. I it guess is. It's, I I guess it's special. I I don't know. It's just another one of their records that doesn't sound like anything any of their other ones. And every song has its own like character. None of the songs bleed into one another. You know, Tom is kills it on this record well it's pretty much a tom solo record but i i would i would say it would have been more special had like angels and airwaves never existed then yeah i would have said like that's an extremely special record for sure but it's still pretty special i mean if you pretend like that doesn't exist and yeah this is crazy special <laughs> i also made you listen to the song wishing well because i know that's one of your favorites kill me to wishing well I like that song. It's a song. floor. It's fine. Yeah, you always talk shit on it. There's, a, there's, a, there's an a RV park down the street from my house that's called Wishing Well RV Park. Do you always sing the song when you drive by it? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I always try to get a picture of it too, but every time I think about getting it, I'm already like on my on my way past it and I'm like fumbling my phone and driving and it never happens. Do you do you sing it really loud and then start laughing at yourself every time? Yes, that's the no way matter to who go. I'm with. Every time, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so ridiculous. Go check out Neighborhoods if you've never heard it. Check it out; it's it's a banger. 
certified banger by me and you. Um, and the last thing here, this is my 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 album of the week, song of the week. Um, this is the only new record I listened to this week. It's, I've been a busy boy, and um, it's thrice and artist the artist in the ambulance artist in the am, oh my god artist in the ambulance revisited came out this year 2023 um they re-recorded their entire third record and um they did it with like more modern technology and they mix it the way they wanted it to sound because they never really liked the the original mix which i i understand and um they had you know singers from other bands um on some of the songs and it's I think it's a really solid re-recorded album. I, I love still love the original, but I think this is a really good sounding version of the record. I think it I think I think overall this this sounds so much better than the original. But it it's not nearly as as, as aggr- it's not as aggr- as aggressive, but it's still fucking solid. Yeah, and then and like that's the thing. I I did I did like it listening to it uh today. But I I will probably revisit it. I would probably revisit the revisited. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the the record anymore, and this is a lot. I don't even know if it's still in, in stock anywhere, if it's sold out. But um, I don't know. It was sold, it was it was fine. It's sold out, but on Discogs, people are selling it for like forty five bucks. So That's it's true. not crazy, crazy like overpriced. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put it on my list to listen to again this week. Yeah, it's good. And but they fucked up on my variant. It was supposed to be a clear with like a gray blob to kind of match the the cover art but it the blob ended up not being gray it's like this kind of lighter blue it still looks nice but it's didn't match the mock-up which sucked but whatever got it from urban outfitters and um yeah i'm stoked to have it it's really really good so my thrice my thrice my thrice collection is almost complete i just have i just need identity crisis and i'm good good to go baby do you have do you have all of them what don't you have? No, I I don't have obviously identity crisis. I don't have um, uh, major minor, and I don't have everything. Wait, what the fuck is that record? Everything in nowhere at once or something like that. I don't even know. To be everywhere is to be nowhere. Yeah, to be everywhere is to be nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Okay. Because those albums suck. They fucking suck. <laughs> so I do not have them. <laughs> they're they're terrible. But uh, but yeah. Just I need identity crisis, but I don't want to drop like one hundred forty dollars for it. Yeah, silly boy talk. Uh, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. Kind of right. Hmm? I got some weird ass people driving in front of my house right now. What are they doing? Popping willies? I don't. They're like driving really slow. I don't know if they're looking at all the furniture that's on my front lawn. Oh, of course they are. They're checking all the free shit. But they're driving like not like a truck. They're driving like a tinted we'll later. old Mercedes or some shit like that. Nazi sled. <laughs> They've driven by like three times. It's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm going to play a little bit of Paper Tigers from the Artist in the Ambulance revisited from the Thrices.
Paper Tigers from the Thrices. It's good, man. I mean, he can make he can make the line "light the world on fire just to watch it burn" sound really cool. The way he screams it, that that aggression. Oh, I love it. I it's love a cool it. album. It's it's a fucking banger of an album. I I I should probably just fucking buy it. The revisited or the OG one again? No, nah, I'm not. No, nah, I don't think I'll ever find an OG one like that again. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I should just buy the revisited. Yeah, just do it. it. Like I said, I think it's like forty-five bucks was the cheapest one I saw on the That's Discogs. not bad. I, I think those. that was after shipping. I'm pretty sure it was after shipping. But anyway, yeah, um, that's all I got for the vinyls and my pick of the week. So let's uh, let's jump into some new music and other happenings in the music world. Uh, Bouncing Souls they put out a new record called Twelve Twelve Stories High. It actually came out a few weeks ago, but totally forgot about it until this week. Did you listen to this yet? I didn't. What did you think of it? The Bouncing Souls are a band that no matter what they put out now, it's going to sound just like like new era Bouncing Souls, and I'm fine with that. It's nothing great. Uh, I think this one's cute because they throw back to like True Believers. They have a song called True Believer Radio. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not nearly as great as the song True Believers, but it kind of makes you think like, damn, these guys have been around a long time. We've been listening to them for a long time. I'm having a good time. Yeah, I, I thought it, I thought overall the record was kind of boring. I mean, even um, what was it? Infidel? Infidel? Was it Infidel? What's that last one? Or simplicity? No, not simplicity. Was this, I don't know. Crucial, whatever the yeah, the last moment. Fully. I think it was was it Crucial Moments? No, Crucial Moments was the EP, right? The one with I don't remember. Wh- whatever, whatever their last full length record was. It, I didn't like it at first, and then going upon su- a subsequent listens, I really started to dig it, and I ended up buying it. But I'm kind of hoping that's what happens with this. But this still, it the songs just don't have that that catchy that catchy slow bouncing soul sound, and it doesn't have the speed of the bouncing soul. So it's like it's stuck in this weird kind of middle ground, and I just can't get into it. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like bad music, and if they played these songs live because they'd be in between two bangers of Bouncing Soul songs. I'd be okay with it. Um, yeah. But this is this is like pretty standard for a band that's been around this long. Yeah, true, true. Um, okay, so the next thing, Mud Honey put out a new record called Plastic Eternity. I have not listened to this. I just heard the, the one single with the video, the dog one. Um, yeah, I, is, I forgot to listen to it. Yeah, I, I do want to listen to it because, I mean... Mudhoney's fucking sick. They're good. <laughs> They're really we're, good. We're Mudhoney men now. We're yeah, getting in, I, we're, we're getting to be. And that's just based off of two records that we've listened to, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, first mm-hmm. one, and then the one that we bought from was it Grace? Where did you buy that one? We bought it from my store, Rock This Town Records. Oh, Rock was, This Town. Uh, Every good boy deserves fudge. That's right. Yeah, that's a good record too. So um, I guess we'll get back to everybody about this Mudhoney Plastic Plastic Eternity record. And uh, the last thing here um, worth talking about is the new Metallica record, 72 Seasons. Hate the title of the record, hate the cover, um, but that one's pretty good. It's pretty damn solid. I really dig it, and I'm going to buy it. It's uh, I, So, like, it, it does remind me of, of Sabbath 13. And when we talked, we did the Sabbath episode, I have nothing negative to say about Sabbath 13, and I have nothing negative to say about this. This is just exactly what you want like Metallica to sound like to churn out songs that are kind of like chuggy low you know get that rhythm going pretty fast 
Nate Lars just kind of hit those like one, two, one, two, let everything roll. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. That's cool. Yeah. It's not reinventing anything. They're not trying to be something from their early days. They're not trying to do anything crazy. They're just being just solid, solid Metallica. And I do like this album. And I'll probably buy it. I'll probably I'll probably pick it up tomorrow when I go to when I go to the record store. Good. I'm glad. I'm I'm gonna buy it sometime mm-hmm. this week too. I just haven't mm-hmm. been to the record store to buy it. And I refuse to pre order most records because I never get them on time. So Okay. Um okay, cool. I'm I'm glad you like it. It's a long record too. it's like an hour and eighteen minutes. Seventy five fucking minutes. Yeah. It's a l I couldn't believe how long this record was. In this day and age, oh man, it was it was long, but it was it was worth it. It was really good. Even like the slower songs, like the 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 more like ninety sounding load and reload sounding songs were still solid, better than the shit from the nineties. It was good. It was solid idea. Like I said, I just but it's it's pretty much like seventy five minutes of just just fine. I'm cool with it. That's fine. Yeah, it really, really is. All right, um, so let's move on to some other happenings in the music world. I just want to throw this one out there. Fred Durst was on Bill Maher's podcast last week, and it was the first press Fred Durst has done in over ten years. And it was like it's like an hour long podcast. Go listen to it. It's really it's really cool. Like we've been saying, Fred Durst gets a bad rap. He's a really 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 humble guy, really down to earth go listen to this podcast it's it's solid and it's a good conversation i don't think you you ended up listening to it i but, did not but it's really good i forgot bill mars podcast i forgot what the name of his podcast and i don't normally listen to him i think he's annoying but this is really good though with fred durst check it out um and then the last thing blink 182 they're back baby they're back baby <laughs> <sighs> first show since 2014 so i'm glad that blink is back and they played at Coachella, kind of a surprise surprise show. They played a lot of songs, which I was surprised about. They played longer than there a lot of time, and um, I thought it was a solid set, right? Yeah, it was. I think it was a fantastic set. They we're not going to get like like M Tats era Blink banter ever again, but so it's still solid. I'm cool with that. I'm just happy that they're having a good time, and uh, I don't know. They seem happy. They just seem happy. Yeah, like they were laughing at each other or laughing with each other. You know, Tom made that that Dalai Lama kissing booth joke. Yeah. And, I mean, that was it was funny. It was really funny. And that got Mark going. And then then Tom was talking about like, yeah, I ended up at another Dalai Lama booth and it was a lot weirder. He said some <laughs> shit like that. It was so good. The, the way he, he says things is just it's always it's, like he's on the verge of like kind of not sure if he should be saying something like he's scared of of talking. <laughs> he has that kind of weird delivery, but it's, it's so it's fucking funny. So sarcastic and so dry. And he's just such a <laughs> dick about it, but he's smirking the entire time. It was, it was fun. I thought they played great. Yeah. Even yeah. Travis kind of had his own little moment where he said things, Hey, Coachella, whatever the fuck he said. But <laughs> Tommy even made a comment about that too. He's like, it's like this is the first time he's spoken since like 2014 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or, he, or no, I think he said that wasn't scripted. Or he said something really, really, really snarky. It was good though. It was it was really it was a it was good performance. The only a uh, Mr. Negativity over here. The mm-hmm. only two always, negative always things out. I would have to say were was that Man Overboard was played a lot slower, so it was kind of weak, and. 
I, okay, this next one isn't a negative thing. I just thought it was funny that they and on first date they they overdid it so much with his with Tom's auto tune on his voice that it was I think it was it had to have been intentional because he was he was talking after the song was finished and the auto tune was still on and it seemed like when he what he was saying he was trying to make it over the top make it more over the top yeah so and, I, I think and, in that song they were they were they were they were fucking with him or he was fucking with people I don't know what it was but I liked it. I, I just I'm I can't believe they fucking surprised Coachella with a surprise with a, with a show like this and I yeah. that's so cool that's so rad. With what I what I thought was cool was cool about it too was that they did it on a Friday evening they they didn't even close out the show they they played at like six o'clock or six thirty. It was still light when they started and it was dark yeah. by the time they were done. That was so fucking rad. Oh, so yeah. cool. It God was cool. Yeah, I just I just like that that. They know their place. They know that they're not going to be headlining Coachella. Like they probably could if they really wanted to, but it kind of it is kind of humbling a little bit, as weird as that sounds. This is but, it, this is like typical of, of of you know like smaller bands like 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 a Newfound Glory doing a, a surprise show at Chain Reaction or or Goat Punishment Weezer doing like a surprise show at the Troubadour, right? These smaller, yeah. these massive bands doing like small surprise shows and blink doing this six o'clock slot on Friday at Coachella. <laughs> and a lot of those people that go to Coachella are a little bit, they're probably getting into blink during the self-entitled era. So yeah, like playing a lot of like those tits and then maybe back to like toy badge makes sense. And then enema, every fucking knows those songs. So I understand like why they're not doing like deeper cuts because those kids probably just don't fucking know them. Yeah. I mean, really the only deep cuts they played were dysentery Gary and, Really, that was the only deep cut. I mean, don't leave me. I wouldn't really consider that a deep cut because they pl- they played it so much. But dysentery Gary is the one that that really was the definitely the one that's least played. That, yeah, that's definitely a deeper cut from Enema. Yeah. So yeah, they did those, five songs those... from Enema. They did five songs from Toy Page. None from Cheshi or Dude Ranch. Oh no, they did Damn It from Dude Ranch. Damn it. And then four or three or four from self-entitled nothing from neighborhoods nothing from skiba era and then they did edging which i i yeah. like i like edging now i i do i'm all i'm because we did the, the little 10 minute pod on edging mm-hmm. when it came out and that was my computer remember that day i thought that was the day my computer my macbook that you made me fucking buy <laughs> was having all these problems that's right yeah and so in yeah. that meantime i listened to edging that song like fucking 20 times <laughs> and then it went from like i loved it to i hated it to i kind of loved it again and i'm I'm fully fully on board of loving it now having watched them, having watched them play it live i really do like that song yeah it was a lot better watch after them seeing seeing them play it live it, i i appreciate it a lot more i i think some of the lyrics are fucking terrible but overall the song's solid it's really good i can't believe like how long ago edging came out and then how we still have gotten nothing. <laughs> I know, right? Like, what are you fucking doing, dude? It came out in November. Like I said, I think it came out in November. Nothing since, um, we've pre-ordered the vinyl that was supposed to come out in this, like in the spring. So it was supposed to be like April and, uh, there's nothing yet. <laughs> Not even the second song, but ridiculous. I do, I do kind of hope that edging isn't going to be on the album. And then the album will sound have its own identity, not based around edging. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. And then you can get like edging as a single on vinyl or something. I'm I'm cool with that. like a non-album single, like yeah, Man Overboard kind of thing was. Yeah, bands do it. Slipknot did it. They did it on their last two records. 
I mean, Blink they, did it with Man Overboard. They put a that yeah, album, song yeah. out that yeah. And so that would be cool if they did something completely different. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I, I'm I'm excited. I mean, we were excited when fucking Edging dropped and leading up to it and everything. Blink is always exciting. <laughs> I know. And, but like ultimately, honestly, honestly, like I I love Mark. Mark's my Mark's my boy. He was here earlier. He left already. Yeah, I, I know. I say he's emotionally underdeveloped. I'm really, just, I'm just really happy that they're back together. That Mark I know, and Tom it's so are back funny. together, friends. Did you Did you watch any of the the video before they went on stage? I think I seen clips from Tom's Instagram, Mark's Instagram, and then to the stars Instagram. Oh, okay, but I, I haven't watched like a full video. There, there was one because they like before they even went on. There was like ten minutes of video of them them two backstage. Really, it was pretty much just them two. Because Travis, you know, is whatever he's doing with the Kardashians. Um, so it was just them two, like, talking. You can't really you can't really hear what they're saying. But just, like, it just seems like they're really, they're they're actually really good friends still. And then, like, <laughs> Tom's, like, trying to make Mark feel really uncomfortable. Like, he's creeping his hand closer and closer to his wiener. And he has a stupid fucking shit-eating grin on his face. And then Mark is not even phased by it at all. It's just, like, one of those things, like... They're literally doing the same shit they were doing when they were 16 years old. And it's so, so fucking good. funny. It's so, so fucking good. funny. Oh it's so amazing. It's just, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. You, you, they drifted apart. They did their thing. And they're coming back now. Things aren't quite what they used to be. But that's diff- that doesn't matter because they've grown. They're different people now. But they're still, they're still close. They're still close. Yeah. And, this, and honestly, this whole- I fucking... I, I hope they release albums till the day they fucking die. I'll buy every single one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Except California. I, this, uh, you're so dumb. <laughs> even I have California. Come on. Come on. I even have nine. Who would have thought? But Mine's better. I, it's 100% not. Um, this, this reunion seems way more genuine than the last one in 2009. Like, it, it, looking back in hindsight, that one seemed way more forced than everything we've already seen of this reunion. Yes. Which is really cool. It it seems like they actually want to be together. And yes. it doesn't seem as awkward at all. So, yeah, yeah. there we go. Blink. I'm, I'm sure we could have gone on more and more, but... Oh, whatever. we could have dissected. We, we could, this could have been the album of the week. <laughs> Seriously, the whole performance, yeah. We could have just done like a greatest hits album of the week. <laughs> all right. Well, let, let, let's finish it. Or let, are, are we good? Which Wait. actually, like, why have we not done Blink's Greatest Hits as an album of the week? There's, it's, there's, I am. There's, there's new songs on there. True. We did do the Blink Bonanza, but yeah, you're right. Maybe we could do the Greatest Hits. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm always down for Blink. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. you joking? Are you joking? <laughs> all right. I don't know. That, that's all I got. Stay tuned for the main episode because it's going to be a big one. We're doing corn. It's a big one. <laughs> We're doing corn. So keep listening. Tell your friends. Give us five stars. And that's it. That's all. Let's go in it.